What's up, you data-hungry Amazon sellers? This is your host, Tommy Berenger of the Sell, Rank, Win podcast for Merchant Words. And in this podcast, we give you the answers to your most burning questions, actionable insights that you can take away and implement into your business today. So let's go ahead and dive right into today's episode. What do you say? Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sell, Rank, Win podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Berenger. And as always, we have a very, very special guest on with us today. My next guest, she is a mass retail specialist and has been helping buyers both online and in brick and mortar stores bring innovative products and brands to market for over 17 years. She now has her own company that helps people to create their own successful brands on Amazon and Walmart. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Jennifer Ruskin. How are you doing today, Jennifer? I'm awesome, Tommy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I, everyone at Merchant Orders was like, you know, you wrote in and then she, everyone was like, oh, she's great. We got to have her on. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And, uh, you know, today we're going to let everybody know we're going to be t- talking about the Prime Day stuff, Prime Day prepping and all that fun stuff. Um, so, you know, I just, before we dive in, I'm I'm really curious to know how you got into selling on Amazon and in, in Walmart. Okay. Honestly, I've been selling into mass retail my entire adult life. Um, I started in 2005, right after I had, that's not even true. I was going to say after I got my master's degree, but that's not even true. I got my undergrad and master's while working for Walmart home office. And so for like 17 years now, I've worked either directly for or with Walmart. And you know, Tommy, about, I'd say four or five years ago, it became harder and harder and harder to get a buyer meeting with Walmart. Mm. And all of a sudden, Amazon came on the scene in such a big way that I realized, hmm, what if I used Amazon as a launch pad to really grow my items and grow my brands? If I could get them in the top five or 10, surely Walmart would want to have a meeting, right? Like at this point, I'm just trying to get a meeting with Walmart um, and it worked. And so that's what we do. That's really our strategy is we rank and we ramp on Amazon. And then when we're ready, we go to Walmart and it's really become a great strategy. Very cool. So get in there with Amazon first and then say, hey, Walmart, we're doing really good on Amazon over here. You might want to you might want to check us out so you could bring in some of this revenue. Right. Is that is that kind of the deal there? Totally. And this method applies to any retailer that you want to be in if that's your strategy. I mean, I have a lot of clients that only want to you know, they'll launch on Amazon for the first time ever. And a lot of times they don't ever want to go into a brick and mortar. But then other times there's clients that are so hungry to get some brick and mortar placement, whether it be, you know, Whole Foods or mom and pop grocery stores um, or Target or Home Depot or Lowe's. I mean, all of those are great to just start with Amazon. Really understand how working with a retailer works. And so Amazon's a great testing ground, as you know, and then go take your experience self into a brick and mortar. Why, why do you think it's so hard to get into Walmart? They, they need to see some proof. Like, I mean, they're, tr- they're trying to cross their T's and dot, dot their I's a little too much, I yes. think. No, or what, what do you no, think? That's there? a great I mean, question. So I always say Walmart doesn't want to be your first, you know, they don't want to be your first. They want to be like your 10th, okay? You got to like get all that nervous. Like, you know, when you like want to go on a date and you're like all nervous about approaching somebody. Walmart wants you to get all that nervousness out. Really understand supply chain and logistics. Understand how to use EDI. Get all that complicated stuff out of the way. 
then go approach them. And one other thing Walmart wants is for you to go do the grunt work of letting customers know who you are. So you have to build supply. I'm sorry, you have to build demand first and then go to Walmart and say, hey, all these people are looking for our products. We deserve to be on your shelf. So they're basically, that's how they're mitigating risk is just, okay, totally. so let me, let me see what you, what, what have you done lately? So, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know, okay, fine. Okay, fine. Let's take you on. And you know what? I think just going into this, I think we need, I need to bring you on again. Cause I know this is going to be like a prime day focused podcast, but mm-hmm. I would love to have you on, uh, to discuss Walmart. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of Amazon sellers, um, have scaled into Walmart. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, th- this is your expertise here. So I think we're going to bring Jennifer on again. She doesn't know <laughs> that I, I, I want to bring her on again here, but I think we're talking a lot about Walmart. It's getting my brain working. Um, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I think I might be smart to get a Walmart, Amazon and Walmart expert uh, expert on here. And of course, Jennifer is, but today is going to be surrounded around Prime Day, but that is very cool to know. And I think we can do an entire podcast just on the Amazon or just on the Walmart stuff for sure. All right. So let's talk Prime Day. Do as of today, I have not I have not found out any exact date. I've just heard it's in June. Obviously that could change. Um what do you what have you heard? What do you think? Yeah, it's tricky. Um and of course like you said, everything's hypothetical. My gut tells me that Amazon is now against COVID numbers from last year when Everybody and their mother moved on to online to to purchase things, and and we we pretty much abandoned our brick and mortar stores. So I I've been telling my clients, you know, end of June, just at least so they're prepared. I've heard some rumblings about July. I mean, who knows? It could even be August. But Tommy, I think because you and I work with clients every day, we from the vendor central and you know seller central sides, we know that Amazon has been requesting inventory for Prime Days now. This is the last month to get it in. So I say better to be safe than sorry and start preparing right now for June. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. And um, I I shot a video on that just regarding the key dates that everyone needs to be aware of for each marketplace to get your your inventory into the uh, FBA warehouse if you are doing FBA. Um, and I know, I think the last date is May 31st. And I think that's for the US. I could be mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have those numbers uh, or those dates right in front of me, but um, I think that's what it is. So that's why um, I think the talks have been about June. Um, and yeah, possibly July, possibly August. Who knows? It's going to be Christmas in the summertime is what Amazon <laughs> likes to do, right? So, <laughs> so for... For our newbies or, you know, people who just don't have not heard about Prime Day, can you just let them know what Prime Day exactly is? I'd love to. And, you know, it's actually not just one day. I know a lot of people are confused about that. It's not like it's Christmas Day. It's like Christmas (laughs) days that turns into a week. Um, It's actually several days that then lead into a bigger week, like a cyber week with phenomenal deals. So Prime Day is Amazon's Christmas or Super Bowl if you're a sports fan. The majority of revenue for the entire year on Amazon comes from these days and shoppers expect to find their favorite items on Amazon, plus giftable items and they expect for them to be on sale. So we're currently working with our clients right now on Prime Day strategies. We talked this morning about Prime Day deals and some other things, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. 
I, the, the revenue that is generated just in this a short few amount of days on Prime Day. And if you're selling electronics, make sure you listen to this entire podcast because electronics is going to be um, have the hugest uptick um, from that's my prediction from, you know, all the past prime days, electronics are always going crazy for sure. And of course it depends on what category, um, you're selling in, you should usually see an uptick, but, um, you know, no matter what category you're selling in, but, um, electronics for sure. Um, so Jennifer, what are some steps that our listeners can take to prepare for Prime Day? I know this is a broad question. I know we're going to dive in deep here a bit. So um, <laughs> what can they do? Maybe the first thing and then and just kind of take it from there. Okay. I'm so glad that you asked me this. Um, I've actually prepared a list of five best practices to prepare for Prime Days. And all five of these things can be done right now. I awesome. just came off of a client call right before we've recorded this together, Tommy. And so I'm really fresh with exactly what we need to be talking about here. And listen the number up, one thing, listen up. yeah, listen <laughs> up. The number one thing is grow your email list. Install an email capture form on your website. Now, I'm assuming that your website is getting some sort of traffic here, but you, you later on want to have this list to email blast Prime Day deals. Um, I love marketing and I'm, so I'm always listening to online marketing podcasts. And Jenna Kutcher talked a few years ago about for every one name, every one email address that you have on your marketing list, it equals an extra dollar a month in sales. So if you want an extra million dollars a year, you know, get a bunch of subscribers. You got to really work on this. It's really, really important. Um, so Tommy, what do you think about email marketing? Is it one of your favorite tools? Oh, I think email marketing is, you know, some people think might have that first thought of, that is a bit antiquated, but do not, do not leave email marketing off of your list. It's always uh, good to have an email list and nurture that email list. Just provide value to them. Don't always be selling something, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, value, 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 and then hit them with the sell or like a fire or a coupon, I should say. Um, and it, it, I mean, it, it is so important to have an email list. There's so many ways you can grow an email list, um, doing it via Facebook groups. I mean, that, that's a whole entire other podcast we could speak on. Right. But, yeah, for sure. um, yeah, no, Jennifer, it is so important to create an email list and then nurture that email list and then reach out to them say, Hey, by the way, it's, you know, 10% off for prime day, uh, use this, use this code or whatnot. But yes, very important. Wonderful point. So you you want to start to capture those emails now. And no matter how small your list is, whether it's five people, 50 people, 500 people, 50,000 people, whatever, start to have a conversation with them right now. Because Tommy's right. You don't want to pop into their email box for the first time like a jerk and yeah. be like, hey, guys, buy all my stuff on you know Amazon for Prime Days. Um, it's very much, again, like dating. You want to warm them up. You want to talk about things that are important to them. You want to add a lot of value so that when you do ask for the sale, when you do ask for them to go hop on over to Amazon to see your amazing prime deals, they feel connected enough to you to want to actually go take the next step, you know, click yeah, over you to gotta, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of, you know, have that kind of, it sounds weird, but you know, building kind of an emotional connection with them, knowing your per, yeah. your customer persona, knowing who you know the avatar, who is your customer, what are they dressed like, where what, what is their age range, and then when you reach out to them um, if, via email, 
um, you know, you want to provide the value that speaks to them, that speaks to that persona. And that's how you build that kind of emotional connection. And they're going to want to continue to buy from you, love your brand, um, love any other products that you have to launch. And if you start scaling your brand, you can start selling to that same persona. If it's still in the same, um, if it's in the same space that, that is, you know, speaks to that persona, of course. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And if you don't have any idea what we're talking about, about a customer <laughs> avatar slash persona slash your, whoever your ideal customer is, my gift to you guys, and, and this will be in the show notes, is actually my retail success uh, program. I mean, it's free. So you'll go through it. It's called the Retail Success Challenge. And the very first day is all about your ICA, your ideal customer avatar. Who are they? Who is she? How old is she? What is she like? Does she have kids? Yep. Is she married? Does she have, you know, does she go to college? What kind of, what kind of concerts do they go to? You, I mean, it's like, you yes. got to dig into them. That's how you build that emotional connection. You got to know everything about them. What food do they eat? Do they eat yep. in the morning? Do they not, do they fast? I mean, like I sound crazy right now, but you got no. me going on the, on the avatar stuff. And it's just so important to know your customer, know your customer persona. And that's, that, that's how, you know, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So you want to make sure that you're providing long-term value for your customer and then they're going to love you for it. And then when you, especially when you give them a deal, they're going to, they're going to come right back to you. Oh, absolutely. And we're not even talking yet about marketing, but making sure that you're marketing (laughs) to the right customer on each platform, even Tommy, we've I've had my customers call their analytics from Instagram, and then we call the analytics from Amazon. And sometimes they're two totally different shoppers. Yep. Amazon might lean a little bit older, or it might lean a little bit younger. And all of a sudden, we look at their marketing and the, the images that we're using, and they're totally wrong. And so, you know, that's another piece, and that's probably a whole another podcast. Maybe we'll that's record that at one day. Po- that is a I know, whole entire other. We, I, I might need to have you back on like multiple times. <laughs> sounds like, all right. So, grow your email list. Reach out to your emails. Reach out to your email list if you have one. Um, and then, if not, start getting some emails. Start capturing some emails. And Jennifer, like she said, she can help you with that on uh, one of her free courses there. So what what else here for Prime Day? What else do we need to prep? How, right. how well, can we I prep? Mean, coincidentally, this all leads into number two, which is understand who your shoppers actually are by installing Google Analytics onto your website. It is free. If you have a website that does not allow for a Google Analytics plugin, your website is too old and you're using a very old system. So, you know, go check out Shopify. There's a bunch of other places, Squarespace, Wix. I mean, all of these are going to have a Google Analytics plugin. And it's really, really, really important that you start to capture who is hitting your website so that you can later go back and retarget them with some ads. Maybe you want to give them an ad for Prime Day. You can do that if you have a Google Analytics plugin. Okay. Number three is really more Amazon focused again, and it's spruce up your listings with relevant sales converting keywords by using tools like Merchant Words. So don't forget that keywords like, you know, gifts for mom, gifts for dad, gifts for aunt, that kind of thing are also important during this kind of a time because people are future buying gifts during Prime Days. It's the biggest gift purchasing days because we know it's more than one day days of the year on Amazon. Last year for Prime Days, I bought every single thing I needed for every single human on my list during Prime Day in October. 
And it was done for the whole year. It was fantastic. I mean, you can even have Amazon gift wrap things for you. <laughs> then you make Christmas really easy. So think like a shopper and and do these things now to start to spruce your listings up. I mean, I don't know that you want to put gifts for mom in today, but maybe, you know, a week before or a couple of weeks before, that might be a good solution. Yeah, no, my, my wife always likes to get her Christmas shopping done. Um, most of it on Prime Day. So yeah. um, she can attest to that for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely helps relieve the stress around holidays. So number four, I have update your A-plus content if it's been a while. You know, if it's feeling kind of cobwebby out there, you haven't updated your A-plus content in a year or so, make sure that it's relevant. Sometimes I land on item pages and maybe the product is from a different country or maybe a product that just feels old. Your customers, if assuming you want them to be, you know, relevant, perfect ICA, ideal customer avatars, you have to make sure that your branding on your pages, especially in the A-plus content, is relevant and up to the times. Like, please don't add pictures from 1990. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, just going back to number three really quick, sprucing up your listing. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do a video, a walkthrough on how to do this pretty quickly in, in a streamlined way. Maybe uh, maybe you don't even know uh, of this workflow that I'm I, that I've been doing, and it's a really quick and easy way. You know, especially up. Make sure you guys update your title. That is the number one thing. You know, and then also just kind of pepper some keywords updated uh, updated throughout the rest of the listing. But um, I will link that video as well. But and I will send it off to you as well, Jennifer. Perfect. Hey, I'm really glad that you said that. I just thought of something that I feel like I need to add in here. Check back into your listings and into the back end of your listings frequently because Amazon changes character counts and titles and bullets all the time. I was auditing a lady's account in sewing earlier this week. She sells like yarn. And I went into the back end of her account and all of a sudden she can have 250 characters in her title for that particular category. And then, but I could tell whoever had originally built her listings only had a hundred. We have an extra 150 keywords now that we can add into her title. And I went into her bullets and it was like, Tommy, it was the opposite. They had written it for like 250 characters. And now all of a sudden there were only a hundred characters available, but she had multiple uh, bullets available outside of five. I could add like 10. It was the weirdest thing. I've never seen a template like that before. So every category is completely different. Amazon is constantly changing character count by category as well. Um, and just structurally what that page looks like. So make sure that at least a few times a year you're going in and making sure that your character counts actually fit what Amazon's requirements are. And so that doesn't you know mess with your optimization. And be careful, try not to go over the character count because it will not register and you could become de-indexed for those keywords. So be careful of that. Yes, for sure. Are we ready for number five? Yes, let's do it. Let's bring it. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> so this falls in line with your A-plus content into your storefront. So it's a great time to get into your storefront and do some housekeeping. Some things I noticed that are not appropriate um, as seasons changed is making sure that your, 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 your storefront is actually seasonally relevant. So if it's summertime, make sure you don't have people in sweaters with mugs of hot chocolate on your storefront. It really feels inappropriate to the consumer and it feels like you don't know them. So as we move into the summer months, go ahead and get in there and start to update the images, have another photo shoot if you need to, and make sure that it looks good. 
Another thing to consider are, are all of your current items included in your storefront? Have you remembered to add them and pull them through? And then are your old items deleted? Like nothing looks worse than when you get on a storefront and there's this weird like image issue because there's like old pictures. Like they're not even pulling through anymore. And it's like, it just looks weird. So make sure that your old items are also deleted. And then I have one more piece of advice and that's to include a reason to interact and stay within the storefront, like including recipes, instructions, videos, that yarn lady that I worked with earlier this week is going to even add sewing patterns for her yarn oh, very to really cool. keep that customer engaged in the storefront. Yeah. And, you know, knowing, knowing your customer persona, there you go. Just speaking right to them with that. That's perfect. Yes. Awesome. Very cool. And you said that you, uh, you have these five tips linked up somewhere. We can link that, I think, uh, yes. back to wherever it's going. Correct. Okay. Yeah, we'll perfect. make sure it's so, in the show notes. Yes. So guys, we will have this all for you so you can, uh, just, you know, breeze over it with your eyes. Um, all right. So Going into coupons, lightning deals, prime day deals, what are what do you recommend there? Is there something that you should do and not the other? Um, <laughs> I know in the past, right? So I know in the past lightning deals didn't work for me. So I don't use lightning deals anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, the coupons do work. So I, I guess it's kind of, you know, what category you're selling in, what product are you selling? And also, I mean the customer persona again, right? So mm -hmm. I want to see what is your take on coupons, lightning deals, prime day deals, and all that fun stuff? Mm, okay, great question. So we started at the beginning of this podcast talking about ways to prepare for prime days right now. One way to prepare, to prepare now is to start to really get your sales moving and your momentum up. And to do that, I love coupons. Tommy, we feel like the best value in a, in a marketing capacity on Amazon is coupons. You get ROI off of them. They don't cost very much money. They're fantastic. Everybody loves a good coupon and it's so easy to click it and add it to cart. Would I do a coupon during Prime Day? Well, as we get closer and closer to that time frame, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Prime Day deals. It, it was something new that Amazon did last year. If they did it before, then I just have never noticed. But as a shopper, I definitely noticed Prime Day deals and they were different than just clipping a coupon. So different that on Prime Day, when you, Prime Days, because there was more than one day, when I would search for a particular item or category like, uh, you know, PS4 remote or whatever for my kids, football helmet, whatever I was looking for, in the upper right-hand corner, I could click only show me Prime Day deals. And I guarantee millions of shoppers did the same thing that I did and only filtered on those deals. So for this year, instead of doing a coupon, if you were able to apply for a Prime Day deal and you get it, I would definitely make sure that that's your primary marketing solution for this time frame. Tommy, have you played with Prime Day deals at all? I have not, but I know that it is uh, it works very well for some brands. What I have found actually that has been working for me historically is just lowering my price. I mean, and sometimes not even offering a coupon because when, you know, when, um, when the buyers are searching through, you know, through Amazon, sometimes they're, if they gravitate towards, of course, if you see that coupon ticket there, that's always going to make their eyes gravitate towards it. But if they see a lower price, you know, a, a, a dramatically lower price compared to the rest of, um, of your competitors, you know, they'll, they'll go over there and 
most likely buy before the other competitors. Um, of course, there's other you know variables in play like reviews and things like that. But I have found that that has worked uh, for me. And also, like I, I like to take this, um, I like to take Prime Day as a chance to help my organic ranking. And doing that by lowering your price, you're going to get pushed up. So even if I'm only making a dollar, um, you know, I know that it's it, you know the volume is coming, and also it's going to help my organic ranking on on Amazon. That's a great strategy. That's one that we don't use or haven't used, but I like that. So for some of our clients that may not want to have Prime Day deal even show up on their listing, I know for a lot of my clients that are in brick and mortar, other buyers and other retailers are watching their listings. Uh, so I like the idea of maybe just doing a quick price drop for the that time period. Yeah. And then of course, if there's a lot of prime day deals showing up in your category, you know, they'll, they'll probably get the bulk of the sale, bulk of the sales, but make sure that, you know, you're pricing accordingly, accordingly, or you're doing a prime day deal, uh, deal yourself or adding a coupon coupons and lowering my price have worked for me historically. And I think I'm going to continue to do that, um, until it doesn't work. So, you know, if it isn't broken, then don't fix it, I guess. Right. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, very much like um, the Prime availability badge and that that like toggle switch that you can do on Amazon to search for only Prime items. The Prime Day deals is exactly the same way during Prime Day where you toggle on and off. So it is kind of visibility thing, you know, if people are searching in that way. Um, I did want to make a point as well to reiterate with you, like to confirm, we also are not seeing any... I mean, your lightning deals are basically dead. I think there are so many of them that the customers kind of like immune to it and that there's so many, you can't really see them. You know, they're all like compounded. So we don't do lightning deals anymore either. I, yeah, I, I don't do, I think I did it once and I lost, I mean, not a bunch of money, but I definitely was <laughs> in the red after it. So yeah. yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I'm not going to do them anymore, I think. Um, but yeah, but yeah, coupons, prime day deals and lower hmm. your price. Um, you know, I apologize for any kids in the background. We're doing homeschooling here. So you're totally fine. Um, <laughs> we, we only do lightning deals now for Launchpad clients. So if you're part of the Launchpad program, they offer lightning deals for free. You don't have to pay that initial fee to be part of the program. So we'll do them just because we can, you know, but, but the sales are still really minimal. So anyway, I yeah, agree with you. Tol- yeah. Totally agree. Okay. Awesome. Now, so now- I do have, yes, yeah, go ahead. I don't want no, to go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. please. Go ahead. I do have a list of five things that I want for you to deploy for Prime Day. So this would be like leading up to the week before things that you're going to swap out. The first one is create a Prime Day's storefront banner to direct your external traffic to. So this would be on the homepage of your website or um, I mean, of your storefront, or if your storefront has like a deals tab, or you're putting items in there just specifically that will be on sale during Prime Days, go ahead and create a fun banner that has your products in it that says, you know, Amazon Prime Day sales or something like that. Um, we have found a lot of success doing that, and it doesn't take a whole lot of energy, effort, or money to create that. So try that. Um, the other thing that I like to do is is well, we've already talked about discounting, so I don't want to talk about that. Uh, the next thing on my list would be to send a Prime Day email blast to your external email list. So at the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about start now to develop an email list, create an email capture form on your website, plug in your Google Analytics so you can start retargeting these people. The goal is to get a nice, robust email list. 
hundreds of people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, whatever that means for you and your brand today, maybe set a goal of how many emails you can get before now and then. The easiest, cheapest way to drive traffic during prime days and actually get sales conversion is through email marketing. So I want you to create an email blast for that. Maybe you send it out the week before, you send it out the day before, and then all during prime week, send out an email every day, if not every other day, reminding them because your customers, they're busy, they're forgetful, they really do want to buy your products. So don't feel like you're bothering them, but just a little ping like, hey guys, just a reminder. And then on the last day, maybe, a, you know, hey, guys, you only have 12 hours left to buy. This is our last big discount of the year kind of thing to really help propel sales. Um, that's it. That's all I've got because you, you're already at this point have signed up for Prime Day deals or a Lightning deal or done your couponing strategy. So those are the last things I'll leave you with. That is awesome stuff. And then also going back to the emailing your customers, you know, the ones that want to hear from you that they, they, you know, just their, their inbox is full. Just remember that. And if the ones who, you know, unsubscribe, um, then, you know, that's totally fine. You know, they, you don't, you don't want to keep hitting people who want to unsubscribe anyways, you're, you're trimming the fat there. So, um, you know, just keep, just like Jennifer said, keep hitting them with these emails leading up to prime day. It will be beneficial for you if you do have that email list. So really quick on inventory, what do you think, you know, what do you think um, you should do? Should you double down? What, what, are you, what are your thoughts on inventory for Prime Day? This is a tricky one. I mean, if you've been through Prime Days in the past, you might have some kind of, kind of an idea of how much inventory to stock up on. Um, I've seen some really crazy sales increases, but it just totally depends on the category that you sell in. Um, some of my clients I've seen, you know, double sales, especially on the best sellers. So for me in food in particular, it's definitely those variety packs. We're driving trial. Um, if you, if outside of a variety pack, if you have like a certain flavor or color that really tends to be a bestseller, I would lean heavy into inventory on those because think about what your previous sales have been. Think about the fact, I'm assuming that you have a consumable product here, right? Um, think about the fact that your, your shoppers that love you and are kind of that cult following, maybe the ones in your email marketing list, they're going to go back and purchase their favorite. So their favorite colors or flavors or scents or whatever. Um, so you've kind of got two different shoppers that come for, to find you on that week. And it's your loyal shoppers and it's potential shoppers. So I would say lean into the, the best of the best sellers as well as anything in a variety pack format. And that may mean doubling. That may mean, you know, tripling even just depends on your sales. Um, Tommy, I wanted to kind of get your feedback on this question because I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so for me, I I like to try to double down on the inventory that I I, I usually send in. So if, say if I'm sending in a thousand units, I'll try and do two thousand. Um, and you know I, I know I'm going to sell, you know, regardless. Um, but just to be prepared there, and that usually works for me. So just doubling down on 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 the inventory mm, works for and me. And I have some news of an update that Amazon just did in the shipping plan section. So even just a few days ago, when you were you went into the shipping plan, you were creating your shipping plan, Amazon would max out and tell you, they'd put a cap on the number of units that you could send in per item. That is right. gone. It yes. is now a total number of units, your max capacity as a seller, which I have found actually doubled on a lot of my clients. They're getting a lot more inventory space. Um, and so you can choose yourself what kind of items you want to put in there. So that's huge. 
Yes, no, absolutely. I just noticed that as well. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, it was such a pain. Like I could only, you know, it was kind of almost the first time I think that I used a 3PL and a 3PL for people who don't know who that is, is just a third party logistics company that you fly. Cause I usually fly straight from China to my Amazon FBA warehouse because, you know, I, I get inspections and I, I have a good relationship with everyone over there, uh, my manufacturers and so forth. Anyway, so I had to get it start. I had to start shipping it to a 3PL because I needed them to hold it because I was only able to send in a certain amount at a time. Um, so it was kind of a pain, but now we're freed up and we could send, we could send, um, or I could send much more in now. So, which is very cool. Yay. I mean, yes. for the first time in over a year, we're finally feeling relief on the inventory side. So yes, yay. yes, 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 absolutely. All right. So let's, um, let, we're going to start to wrap this up. I know you got some kiddos to pick up from school. I got some <laughs> school happening at my house over here. So, um, you know, the times of COVID, you know, what, what we got to do here. Right. So yeah. I want to, I always like to get a tip or a trick or some type of life hack from our, from our guest, you know, just something that our, our, uh, listeners could take away and implement into their lives or into their business right away. So Jennifer, what do you got for us? Awesome. So my tip is really for anybody that hasn't really fully leaned heavily into merchant words, maybe someone that's a beginner seller with Amazon. And so I'd say that if you feel like your listings on Amazon are feeling stuck, you know, sales just aren't happening, it's probably because your keywords aren't correct. And if you've dreamed your keywords up yourself, remember that you're projecting your own perspective and life experience onto Amazon and their shoppers and your listings. So instead, I want to recommend that you use some data. It's super affordable, actually. And I want you to start with merchant words. I mean, we do, and we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Amazon sellers. So I'm going to include my affiliate link below, just so you guys know, I don't actually make any money off of this. But Merchant Words has been such a great partner to me that they gave me um, this affiliate link. And for less than $100 a year, y'all, they charge that almost a month (laughs) in Merchant Words. Uh, For less than $100 a year, you can have Merchant Words. And I use it every day. Every single person on my team uses it all day long. It's it's the first place that we go to figure out if if a product is even worth selling based on search volume. Um, and then you can just have an easy way to download a CSV of the relevant keywords for your category or for your item. And then you can just use that list in your titles, your bullets, your backend keywords, and your manual ads. So get after it. Very cool. Thank you, Jennifer. And I promise everyone, I did not tell her to say any of that, but that's very awesome to hear all of the success <laughs> that you're having with uh, with our software, with Merchant Words of Software. Yeah. Um, very happy to hear that. Um, and so now if someone wants to contact you, Jennifer, and kind of, um, you know, try and see maybe how they can, you know, get successful on Amazon and in Walmart, where can they find you? Where can they reach out to you? Yeah, I'm Jennifer Kalo Ruskin everywhere. Um, I've got a website. I'm on all the social media channels. I'm on LinkedIn. Please just connect with me and send me a DM. Um, I also have a free retail success challenge. I referenced that earlier in our conversation. It's six days of emails and a little small homework assignment each day that gets you closer to your ideal shopper, which of course increases sales. So we'll make sure and add that link in the show notes below. 
Very cool, Jennifer. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on with us, taking time out of your very busy day. Um, and, you know, I, I think that we're going to have to have you on again um, to definitely talk some Walmart for sure. So I hope I hope you're willing again to come on and uh, can find some time. But just I wanted to say thank you so much from myself and uh, from Merchant Words for coming on. With yeah, us absolutely. Today. I'd love to. Thanks for having me. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jennifer. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you got any value out of this podcast at all, please let us know at the place that you listen to it at, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. Give us some love. Give us an awesome review and let us know maybe uh, some things you want us to talk about on the next podcast. Until next time, guys, stay awesome and be awesome. Awesome.